You're listening to SB Nation Radio. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Kevin Green. Tony Dungy. The late Dick Stanton. Eddie D. Bartolo. The late Ken Stabler. Marvin Harris. Orlando Pace. The gunslinger Brett Barr. This is your Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2016. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. Well, as you might have guessed, this is our Halloween edition of the Talk of Fame Network coming to you from our haunted house sometimes known as Levi Stadium, inside the Renai studio. And speaking of Levi Stadium, guys, did either of you see the crowd they had there last weekend? There are more people in that audio than there were in the stadium that day, Goose. Yeah, I've been in high school stadiums in Texas that held more fans than what the Bucks 49ers drew last weekend. Oof. But then the quality of football is better at those high schools. Ouch! <laughs> Ouchy. Oh, Yikes. Wow. Yeah, well, you know, if you're if you a 49er fan, pretty hard to support what's going on there these days yeah. you know when, when you when you see how the how they tumbled from where they were not that many years ago right. to you know chip kelly already failed in one town and now he's heading for two double his money you know if you lived in the bay area as you and i did clark all the things you can do on a beautiful weekend why watch yeah, those that's, right. that's right that's a good question I, I tell you what, Ron, there's a different feel to that stadium than Candlestick. Yeah. I mean, going oh, to Candlestick and, yeah, and here it's like going to, you know, like an amusement park. I mean, there yeah, you part are. of the feel is that your your shoes aren't soggy. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> you and I know it, and Goose know what that is. Yes, yeah. yeah, sir. Well, unlike the 49ers, we never have trouble drawing people to the Renai studio, and this week is no exception. We have Hall of Fame candidate and now NFL Network analyst Willie McGinnis with us. We also have a guy who blocked him. That would be Tackle Lomas Brown, who should be a Hall of Fame candidate, but is not. Not because he's not qualified, but because his name doesn't appear on the class of 2017 preliminary list. Lomas is the latest in our six-part Outsiders series on Hall of Fame should-be candidates, who are actually Hall of Fame can't-be candidates because they were left off the list. We're also going to sit down with Pittsburgh offense coordinator Todd Haley to talk about the ups and downs of his job. We'll dissect the changes coming to this year's All-Pro team. You should... Uh, be interested in those, and, and we will salute Halloween with some of the scariest, creepiest, and yeah, maybe downright frightening stories. Ooh, ooh, wow. Awards, mentions, you name it from the NFL. But first, yeah, first, since we are the Hall of Fame guys, I want to salute, or we should salute, Adam Vinatieri and what he's done. And, and what he's done is at the age of 43, he set an NFL record for most consecutive field goals with, appropriately enough, 43. Now, in Chicago, they remember the number 108. In Indianapolis, well, it's, it's 43. And, and that number, in the minds of some people, is the exclamation point to a Hall of Fame career with Goose's favorite description. Goose, I know this is frightening to you. Future Hall of Famer attached to Adam Vinatieri's name. So let me just ask the experts here. Adam Vinatieri, future Hall of Famer? Well, he should be, but, uh, you know, he's not only made some of the most important clutch kicks in NFL history— including two to win Super Bowls and another in a blizzard, first to force overtime and then win the game in, in overtime. And he's been kicking, you know, nearly as long as George Blanda. At the end, uh, in the end, he may even last longer than Blanda, who was 48 and in his 26th season when he finally retired. And, and Frankie Venter is in better shape. So he should, but he's a kicker, and we know how that works. 
Yeah, he, he's on pace to score 93 more points this season. That would leave him 126 points shy of Morton Addison as the NFL's all-time leading scorer. Uh, he'll be 44 next season, and he'll hang around until he gets the record, even if his career spills into the 2018 season. But as we all know, being the NFL's all-time leading scorer doesn't punch anyone's <laughs> ticket to Canton. Goose, I, I know you're a big Morton Anderson fan, um, and you just expressed why. Um, but there's another reason. He went to Michigan State. <laughs> He's a Spartan. Oh, the band's not here, but Morton Anderson is. But, you know, your question is a good one, Goose. How does the league's all-time scoring leader get shot out of Canton? I mean, he's been a finals. Grant, he's been a finals the past three years, but he's not in there, and he couldn't make the cut from 15 to 10. So does he, in your opinion, make it eventually, and does he beat Adam Vinatieri to the finish line? Yeah, I doubt Anderson beats Vinatieri to the finish line, and I'm not sure either one, frankly, gets to the finish line. The selection committee doesn't buy kickers. Well, you know, I don't like his chances either, and I'll tell you uh, one of the reasons why uh, is what Goose just alluded to. But the other one is the one thing I think he's missing, other than common sense amongst the voters themselves, is drama. You know, what's his signature kick? When mm-hmm. I ask you, what was his kick? Mm-hmm. You know, people say, uh, you know, he scored a lot of points. Well, yeah. Whereas with Vinatieri, you say, what was his kick? And, and everybody has two or three kicks. It's either the right, right. snow kick or it's the one to, to win uh, against the Rams in, the, in their Patriots' first Super Bowl win. Uh, with Morton, he doesn't have that. And, and I think that that, coupled with a bias against kickers, really is going to make it tough on him. Well, Ron, I'm glad you mentioned that. Cause you talked about drama. Yeah, Vinatieri's got plenty of it in, in his career. But as you pointed out, that 45-yard field goal he made in the blizzard versus the Raiders, 2001 yep. playoffs, boy, it doesn't get much better than that. And, and that's a kick some people call the greatest all, of all time. Now, that covers a lot of time and a lot of kicks. So can you put that field goal in perspective for us? Well, it was a tremendous kick. It's funny, as you mentioned it, sitting here in my uh, office, I'm looking up at a picture of the snowball game, final play of the final game, which was the second snowy kick. And one of the things about that kick was the conditions, if you were actually at the stadium, weren't as bad as they looked on TV. On TV, it looked like it was in Nome, Alaska. It looked like a whiteout. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't quite that bad. But sure, I mean, that's a kick that if you saw it, you'll never forget it. And if you saw it, it probably was the greatest kick you ever saw. I'd have to think about it a little more. Uh, you know, one immediately comes to mind that it was probably as good. But the, considering everything, the situation, the drama, the game, the Raiders, last game ever at Foxborough Stadium, I mean, hard to top January 19, 2002. Well, Goose, let me ask you to think about it a little bit more here. How about Pat Summerall's 49-yard field goal against Cleveland in the snow and wind of the last regular season game of 1958? Yeah, that was clutch. It was a big kick and a big moment. But I still think the greatest kick of all time was a kick I watched on television. The 63-yarder by Tom Dempsey on the final play of a 1970 game with Detroit that gave the Saints a 1917 victory. That was old school, straight on kicking from his own 37-yard line. Mm-hmm. Teams didn't attempt 50-yard field goals back then, much less 60. And that record stood for 43 years. And ironically, I was in the building when Matt Prater broke that with a 64-yarder in Denver. Well, Goose, let me ask you, just follow up with that. I mean, we mentioned Vinatieri. That kept the, the, the Patriots alive in the playoffs. I mentioned Summerall. That got them to the playoffs where they eventually ended up facing the, the Colts. But um, Dempsey's kickball was great in terms of distance. Just won a game. That's all. I won a game. I mean, it didn't lead to anything spectacular. It wasn't just a game, Clark. Against the Lions. You forgot it was against the Lions. 
43 <laughs> years that record stood. Do they get to go, we'll yeah. go 43 years before somebody kicks the last minute field goal to win a Super Bowl? I doubt it. Heaven help that us kick, if they kick that against Michigan against, State. If that kick was against the Vikings, Goose wouldn't even remember it happened. <laughs> he kicked it from his own 37-yard line. Okay, well, let me uh, ask you. Since we're on the line up on a 37 and ram one home, and I'm, I'm not going to believe Well, uh, since we're on the subject of yeah. kickers, guys, all right, the, the, the Giants waved Josh Brown this week. And which shouldn't come as a surprise. Bye-bye. But, but what I don't get is this. Why did it take them so long, Goose? Good question. They, they've drawn the line that they're, they had a zero-tolerance policy. He should have been gone when it came out. And it should have been on the Giants, not the league. He's their employee. Do something about it. Yeah, I, I agree with, with Goose on that. I think it's more about the team and the team's choice. Look, the minute they had to have, send NFL security at the Pro Bowl, to pry him out of the uh, out of the woman's room, uh, yeah. and they had to move her to another room. That's it. That's enough. Yeah. You know, this is because he, he already had priors. If he had no priors, maybe you could say them. But he already had at least one prior, and two if you go back to college that we knew about. And now, of course, turns out there's a lot of others. But I also think, in fairness, there's a lot of hand wringing and blaming. Uh, you know, uh, football uh, the people running football. Look, football's a sport. It's not in the social adjustment business and i think to hold them to a standard that maybe we don't hold everybody else to is probably stretching it a little bit having said that if he was working for me he wouldn't have been working for me uh he'd have been swimming back from the pro bowl okay goose we've got about 30 seconds ronnie who looks worse here the nfl or the giants i would say josh brown (laughs) yeah i mean in the end it's the perpetrator Uh, but i would say the giants are john mara because he said a couple of things that were you know, we didn't know the extent of it. Well, how I many? What is? He? You got a number on how many times you get to beat your wife before they get rid of you? Yeah, you know, he that, sounded. Yeah, yeah. What was he thinking? And that's yeah. what happens when you start talking, trying to defend something you know you can't really defend. Well, uh, Josh Brown's gone, but we're not. When we return, we're going to address the coming changes to this year's All Pro balloting and what they could mean. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. Within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Talk of Fame Network is also brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to Geico.com. Hey, this is Brian Dawkins, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. This is your brain on drugs. Any questions? Um, yeah, I have questions. Prescription drugs aren't as bad as street drugs, right? Weed's legal, isn't it? Drinking is worse than smoking weed. Isn't it? Why is heroin so addictive? Molly just makes you feel happy. I have questions. Mom? Dad, did you ever try drugs? They're going to ask. Be ready. Go to drugfree.org. A message from Partnership for Drug-Free Kids. 
Do you owe the IRS more than $10,000 in personal or business taxes and you can't afford to pay? You have the right to tax representation. Has the IRS threatened to shut down your business, freeze your bank accounts, take your home, your cars, or garnish your wages? You may qualify for special programs to stop this process. Get tax representation. Call the Tax Help Hotline at 800-295-1152. That's 800-295-1152. Within 24 hours, the threats will stop. Just call 800-295-1152. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumerAccess.org, number 3030. All right, you have a great business, but your website, mm, not so much. Let's change that. Introducing Wix ADI, artificial design intelligence that creates a stunning website for you with all the things you need to look amazing online. Images, videos, and professional text, giving you more time to focus on what really matters, your great business. Go to Wix.com. Create your stunning website today. Hey, everyone. This is Life Tips with Geico. Life Tip 1. You can use a razor to shave those little lint balls off your sweatshirt or jacket. Speaking of jackets, try wearing yours backwards. You could use the hood as a convenient snack trough. Life Tip 2. Switch to GEICO and you could save hundreds on your car insurance. On top of that, the GEICO Insurance Agency could help save you money on home and renter's insurance. GEICO. Get savings into your life. Visit GEICO.com today. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. What the hell are we waiting on? Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges. Do you want it or not? Rick Gosselin. Do you understand there's a price to pay? And Clark Judge. Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. And I demand that you look into GEICO. That's because the Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. You know, probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Before we get started, hey guys, and uh, did you happen to see uh, where MetLife is, is dropping Snoopy and the Peanuts characters <laughs> from its ad campaign? Did you, uh, Goose, Ron, did you guys see that? A mistake. <laughs> Ron, did you? Did... Yeah, I, I, I did. You know, I have no idea, you know, what they're, what they're thinking. You know, what does Snoopy do? <laughs> I don't, I what do you know. do wrong? He's in the doghouse. Yes, <laughs> He's in the doghouse. Very good. Yeah, exactly right. Well, uh, but you know when they when they talked about it and they released something um, this week or last week, I just saw it uh, recently. They, they said that they were dropping the penis gang in favor of a new image that will quote reflect a clean modern aesthetic. Now, Ron, you're good with words. What exactly does that mean? I have no idea, but uh, I hope it means they won't be consulting with Roger Goodell about what to do next and his merry band of nitwits. You know, I mean, I don't get it. Uh, now, I don't make my insurance purchases, frankly, based on the logo on a blimp. But if I was going to and I saw Snoopy, I might go that way. If I yeah, see, I might think uh, that way. Yeah, you know, I mean, a clean image. What is that? I mean, yeah, I don't that, that blimp has taken us to places we can't go, right? I mean, Goose, <laughs> speaking of that blimp, I mean, what happens? What happens to that life blimp? No Snoopy. What happens to it? I think you can find it applying for unemployment benefits alongside the Goodyear blimp. <laughs> well, the anti-blimp uh, movement. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, they are making changes, big changes here. Apparently, the three of us are in agreement. We don't like it. But MetLife isn't the only company making changes. So is the AP, otherwise known as the Associated Press, with its annual All-Pro Team. And the three of us are voters there, too. And, and we've been asked, in fact, this week, we are asked, as have others, to comment on potential changes to that team by November 22nd. And, Goose, you can fill us in. There's several of them. Yeah, the AP wants to drop the fullback position and add a third wide receiver. I'm okay with that. They want to add a third corner, subtract a linebacker. You know, with all the passing in today's NFL, I can buy that as well. Three wides and three corners have become base alignments. But I'd like to see the AP take it a step further and pick a left and right tackle on offense, mm -hmm. a strong side and weak side backer on defense, and a strong and free safety. Those positions require different skill sets. I'm tired of seeing six left tackles selected to the Pro Bowl and six pass rushers selected as the outside linebackers. You know, pick a team as if you're going to go play a game, not one based on reputations. But, Goose, isn't that one of the options? You can pick a left tackle, a left guard, right tackle, right guard. Yeah, I call that a bad option, Clark. Oh, okay. All right. Well, what of, the, of these proposals, Ryan, I'll start with you. Of these proposals, which do you find the most attractive? Well, I like the idea of picking uh, you know, a right tackle and a right guard and a left tackle and a, and a left guard because they are different positions. You know, same on defense. You know, vote for guys at the positions they actually play. Because yeah, yeah. the fact of the matter is the second best left tackle may not be the first best right tackle if you had to put his butt over there. You know, he might be, but he might not be. And, 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 and as Goose points out, there are different jobs. And certainly on defense, it really applies. Now the question is, do the voters know enough to, <laughs> to be able to? That's a separate issue, isn't it? No, but you, you make it you make it standard. You don't give them the option of, of picking, you know, how many tackles. You say left and right. You don't, you don't make it an option. This is the way to do it. This is the way NFL teams do it. This is the way the writers should do it. Right. Well, Chris, you've, you've weighed in on this, but I'll ask you both here. Um, you in favor of, of the flex position? They, they give a flex position. We can actually put a fullback in there. Or do you like the idea of a third wide receiver in lieu of a fullback? I'm against flex anything. Go with the NFL's base alignment. A running back, three wides, and a tight end. And please, 11 players, not 12. If the AP wants me to pick an all-CFL team of 12 players, I can do that, but not an all-NFL team. Pick a team as if you're going to go play a game. Pick a 12-man team you can flag every time you come out of the huddle. 20 men in the field. Apparently, Ron, he hasn't seen you flex. Oh, well, Gooseman just suffering from some serious distemper today. He is fired <laughs> up, Gooseman. Uh, you know, I, I, the flex position thing I'm not so uh, bothered by. I tell you why, because at least in New England here, they don't have a base defense. I mean, right. they, they're not in their base defense 60 to 65% of the time. So what is their base defense? You know, I mean, it, it, it's, uh, uh, it's a problem, at least here. But again, you get back to the same question. Are the voters going to do enough work? Because it's going to take some work now, to, to, right. if you've got to do it this way, uh, to really know who's who. Certainly would have helped a guy like my pal Andre Tippett, who was a strong side linebacker, you know, who made a lot of Pro Bowls, uh, but not a lot of all-pro teams, because you know, he played on one side all the time, and they were picking the guys who were rushing the quarterback all the time. Andre and Tippett didn't need any help. He, he had did. you. He had you. <laughs> he had himself. That was enough. And, Ron, there I think go. the last right tackle the guy picked was Forrest Gregg. <laughs> wow. Gosh, that's, that's not well, true. probably true, um, actually. The, the the idea, I will say, the one idea I, I don't go for is adding a coverage specialist for just the reason that you mentioned, Ron. I mean, very few guys outside of, well, I'd guess, say, our doctor data, that'd be Rick Goslin, are going to study that position. And, and they're not going to know what to do with it, not unless maybe they contact Steve Tasker or Brian Mitchell or, or maybe Billy White Shoes Johnson. <laughs> then why have the position on a football roster? Frankly, so, I'd expand so you like it. 
I'd expand like the job description. The, the, this guy isn't just a coverage specialist. He's a guy who has an impact on special teams. Cincinnati's Marcus Hunt has blocked two kicks this season. He shouldn't be eliminated from consideration because he's not making tackles down the field. Dwayne Harris and Marcus Sherrills both return and cover kicks. Both have already covered fumbles and coverage this season. Take the non-kicker who makes the biggest and best contribution as a special teamer and make him an all-pro. So I take that you like that idea, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Especially in one third of the game. Haven't you been paying attention? No, I have not. <laughs> I've been watching replays of that uh, Giants game last week against the Rams. Ugh. He's been reading Bob Dilling's <laughs> Nobel Prize winning work. Uh, <laughs> I don't accept that. I do not acknowledge that. <laughs> oh, I won an award? Dude. Uh, you know, I, I'm kind of go both ways on it because uh, I, I think if you're talking about a gunner type guy, it's hard to, you know, it's it's hard to, A, to... to to know if, if you're covering a specific team, pretty hard to, to know. You know your gunner and maybe some of the ones you see. There are a lot of guys you, you're never going to see, uh, number one. Number number two, I'm just not sure that you can, you know, surf through all those guys and say, boy, this guy's clearly better than all the rest of these characters running under kicks. So uh, it's tough. I mean, Matthew Slayer's gone to Pro Bowl a bunch of times. A lot of people obviously think he's very good, uh, and he is very good. Uh, but I'm not gonna. I can't tell you without a doubt that he's the you know greatest gunner I ever saw. And yeah, you know I, I don't know. That's a tough one for me. Yeah, I, I agree because I don't know how you measure those guys. That's why I think it's very tough. It's so arbitrary. I, I, Do your I homework, guys. Do your homework. Uh, okay. Well, 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 what's your homework? Okay, so he runs down the field. He hasn't made a tackle in two weeks. That doesn't mean he didn't do great. Maybe he's not an all, a pro. An all pro. Maybe there's somebody well, better out there, Ron. Well, not if you had to talk to the people coaching him. But I'm just saying that's the problem. You know, it's 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 not. Uh, it, it's it's. Easy to talk about, Goose, but not so easy to do because how it's many times hard you ever chart the left guard on your team? Uh, well, I you know I watch that game for a lot. <laughs> the guards are invisible. A, a, a lot more than invisible. you do the gunner because he's out there yeah. a lot more than the gunner is. It, hey, before we go vi- quickly, the gunner's more visible in what he does. Okay, all right. Well, Goose <laughs> yeah, I guess Goose is in favor Goose of this. Man, he's fighting just, for this one. Yeah, hey, bit hey. by a rabid dog on the way to the show. What happened? My He's goodness. fired up on fired this. Up. Hey, quickly, guys. Defensive Los line calls. Where do you stand? Five-man lines, including two edge pass rushers, or two edge rushers, two interior linemen, and three linebackers. Basically, four defensive linemen or five. Where do you stand? If you want to have a five-man line, I just I keep keep it a 11-man team. Don't make it a 12-man team. Whatever you want to do, just make sure it's, it all adds up to 11 at the end. Yeah, I mean, I think four defensive linemen and three linebackers. I mean, that's yeah, basically most, most alignments, and that's the way it ought to go. But you know what? Two of those guys better be real defensive tackles. Yeah. Hey, Goose, how about a five-man line and a gunner? How about that? That'd be good. <laughs> how, about a, how about a five-man line and a gun? Okay. Well, one guy who's not going to be affected by this is former linebacker Willie McGinnis, and we've got him standing by to talk to us about his Hall of Fame candidacy. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to Geico. Go Geico.com. from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. 
So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. AnimalSConsumerAccess.org, number 3030. Do you owe the IRS more than 10000 in personal or business taxes and you can't afford to pay? You have the right to tax representation. Has the IRS threatened to shut down your business, freeze your bank accounts, take your home, your cars, or garnish your wages? You may qualify for special programs to stop this process. Get tax representation. Call the Tax Help Hotline at 800-295-1152. That's 800-295-1152. Within 24 hours, the the threats will stop. Just call 800-295-1152. Geico presents a voicemail from your friend, Electricity. Hey, it's me, Electricity. So I'll keep this short. <laughs> Get it? Never mind. Anyway, I just want to make sure you're not, like, still mad at me about that electrical fire in your kitchen. I mean, obviously you're not, but I'm just checking to make sure. It's no big deal if you are. It's not like you're asking me to pay for the damage. <laughs> right? Electricity won't pay for an electrical fire. Luckily, the GEICO Insurance Agency makes getting coverage a snap. Visit GEICO.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. Hey, Ron Borges. Yes, sir. You know what it means when GEICO says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? Means you should have called 15 minutes ago. You need the cash. You should have. Listen to Ron Borges. Go to Geico.com, and you should have gone 15 minutes ago. So go. Our next guest anchored two generations of New England Patriots Super Bowl defenses. It's Willie McGinnis. He was a defensive end on the Bill Parcells-led defense that faced the Packers in Super Bowl 31, and later was a hybrid outside linebacker slash defensive end on Bill Belichick's first three Super Bowl champions. Willie not only was a two-time Pro Bowl choice, but he set the postseason record for both career sacks and the single-game high of four and a half. And when he retired after 15 seasons, his 86 career sacks ranked 44th all-time and are more than Hall of Famers Junior Seau and Howie Long, among others. Willie's one of the 94 players on the Hall of Fame's preliminary ballot, and you can catch him as an analyst and commentator on the NFL Network, or you can catch him here right now. Willie McGinnis. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. As you know, Willie, better than most, the nature of the Patriots' dynasty was to downplay uh, individual accomplishments, really to the point where it's Belichick and Tom Brady, uh, the guys that they talk about as Hall of Famers, and not so much about the rest of you players. And I'm wondering if you think that that philosophy maybe is hurting your road to the Hall of Fame and, and guys like Ty Law and, and Richard Seymour, but you in particular. Do you think the voters understand that you're not going to have the numbers that uh, some other guys would have because of the system? I think that's a great point, Ron. I think that um, when you talk about the Patriots, we created something and started something that wasn't really popular. You know, when we start winning games and championships, it wasn't popular to be a ball team. It was more popular to be individuals and the individual, individual aspect to it. It was ingrained in our mind and, and we bought into the team, team first. And through team success, you could always have individual success. And I think that's what made our team a family and made us so special. Um, I think when you listen to Brady talk, you listen to Belichick talk today and now, regardless if somebody's trying to focus the attention on one guy, it always seems to spread to the team. Even when you listen to Grock and some of these other superstars that are playing, they try to push off the individual accolades and accomplishments and, and talk more about the team. 
And I don't mind that. I think that's special. I think that's what made our team and what makes the Patriots now. And there's some other teams like that. I look at Seattle. They're like that. Uh, I look at Minnesota right now, what they're doing, missing a lot of their superstar players. And they, and, and Mike Zimmer's talking the same way. And the players are rallying around whoever's in there, and, and they're talking the same way. So, yeah, I think it, it, it hinders when you talk about individual accolades, that when you talk about team success and winning championships and Super Bowls, I think that's the, that's the recipe you need to have. Well, in the modern era, over 50% of the Hall of Famers came from the offensive side of the ball, only 34% from the defensive side. What are the voters missing? Well, I mean, I think they're starting to see it now with, with, with the guy – like Bob Miller being the, the the Super Bowl MVP, or the difference not having a Josh Norman on your defense, or you know JJ Watt being a three-time MVP, the impact he has when he's not on the field versus when he's on the football field. You know, for us, we don't catch the touchdowns and do a lot of things. Not all the time; it happens sometimes, but it's not the glorified position, and it's okay. But as you watch football now. More than ever, you know, a couple of years ago, everybody thought it shifted to you could just score, outscore everybody. And whoever has the most prolific offense and the more weapons then can score the most points are going to win football games. But we saw that in um, a few years ago when, a perfect example, Denver pretty much broke every offensive record that year, was averaging almost 40 points a game. And they played against the Seattle Seahawks team in the Super Bowl who had a great defense, who wasn't averaging that many points and only probably threw the ball 25 times a game, dominated from start to finish that entire game. And it kind of brought people back to saying that, hey, if you got a great defense, if you got a run game, and you can take care of the ball on offense, your chances of winning Super Bowls are very, very high. Versus having a great offense and scoring a lot of points and not being strong in all the other areas. So as a defensive player, I understand the league. I understand how it shifts and changes. But at the end of the day, when you break things down, if you don't win the line of scrimmage, if you can't run the football, and if you can't turn the ball over and play great defense, you don't have a shot in hell to win the Super Bowl. To get back to you for a minute, Willie, in, in Super Bowl 36, you spent a lot of time keying on Marshall Falk. Uh, then Super Bowl 39, Belichick put you at defensive end and told you to make sure Donovan McNabb never got outside you. Do you think at all that you, that versatility, when it comes to getting into the Hall of Fame, maybe worked against you a little bit because people say, well, was he a linebacker, was he a defensive end? Do you ever think that maybe if he just played one position all those years, you'd have been better off when it comes to the Hall? I mean, absolutely. And I, and I think the voters should take that kind of into consideration. And let's just be clear. I played the game to win Super Bowls. I didn't play the game to go to Pro Bowls. I didn't play the game to go to the Hall of Fame. That was never on my mind while I was playing. I wanted to win Super Bowls. Any any Anybody playing in the NFL, in my opinion, that's the number one goal. Everything else, all the other accolades that come, I think is icing on the cake. Now, you said something earlier about the different positions or my role changing. In our system in New England, your role changes every single week. If I was strictly a pass rusher, I'd probably have over 125, whatever it is, 100-plus sacks. Because if you just pass rush, like a lot of the pass rushers, that's in the Hall of Fame, that's all you do, then you have more opportunities to get sacks. Well, in our system, I would say maybe 25 to 30%, maybe even more of the time, 
the game plan dictated whether I rushed or whether I was in coverage. And if we played teams that threw the ball or presented certain problems, guess what? My rush opportunities were going to be limited. And I was fine with that because my mindset was I was going to do whatever was best for the team. Mike Vrabel was the same way. Teddy Bruschi was the same way. Roman Pfeiffer, Ted Johnson, everybody was on the same page when it came to that. And I didn't get an opportunity to rush a lot. That's fine with me because my job was to do what the coach asked me to do for that particular week. And it changed every single week. And I wouldn't trade that in. I wouldn't trade my assignment. I wouldn't trade my loyalty to my teammates. I wouldn't trade me not having over 100 sacks versus the sacks or numbers I have now for any for, for nothing because all that did was give me opportunities to win Super Bowls. And I think the voters and I think people should take those things under consideration too of how versatile, how versatile you was and where you put in position or where you doing multiple things. There are a lot of linebackers now that don't put their hand in the dirt or third down, that they come off the field on goal line situations. They can't drop in the coverage. If you look at guys like Clowney now, um, who they tried to convert into an outside linebacker and put him in coverage, it didn't work. If you look at Mario Williams, a guy who they tried to stand up and put in the coverage, it doesn't work. So you got to bring in these hybrid guys now to come in on nickel in different situations to cover. Well, guess what? I never came off the field. The only time I came off the field was to get a, a drink of water or to catch my breath. I played in the passing downs. I played in the rundowns. I played in goal line. I played in special situations. I never came off the field. So when you vote for a player and how special he was to his team and the impact he had, when a guy comes on and off the field, OC can game plan behind that. So now I know what this guy can do and what this guy can't do. Mike Vrabel, myself, and Roosevelt, and a lot of other guys, we never came off the field. We just changed positions and changed roles. So I think that needs to be taken into consideration as well. Hey, Willie, we've got to run, but uh, thanks for the time, and best of luck for your Hall of Fame candidacy. Thanks again. Thanks, Willie. Thank you guys, man. Appreciate it, man. That was former linebacker and now NFL analyst Willie McGinnis. And, and guys, uh, I want to ask, he makes a pretty convincing case. Goose, you know when he says he never came off the field? How do you get that across to Hall of Fame voters, and would that make a difference in terms of him getting in as, a, let's say, a semifinalist? Yeah, I think he's saying, judge me on my play as a football player, not on my stats. Yeah, and that's going to be a problem, frankly, for uh, a number of the Patriot defensive players because that's how the whole thing was set up, just as he said, and it was game-specific and all of that. So you didn't, you know, you, you lost a lot of numbers that other guys would get, and that's going to be tough for them. Okay, well, up next, you're going to hear why one of the linemen who blocked Willie, that'd be Lomas Brown, should be in the Hall of Fame conversation. This is the Talk of Fame Network. This is Leroy Glover, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai Water Heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. 
So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Do you owe the IRS more than 10000 in personal or business taxes and you can't afford to pay? You have the right to tax representation. Has the IRS threatened to shut down your business, freeze your bank accounts, take your home, your cars, or garnish your wages? You may qualify for special programs to stop this process. Get tax representation. Call the Tax Help Hotline at 800-295-1152. That's 800-295-1152. Within 24 hours, the threats will stop. Just call 800-295-1152. All right, you have a great business, but your website, not so much. Let's change that. Introducing Wix ADI, artificial design intelligence that creates a stunning website for you with all the things you need to look amazing online. Images, videos, and professional text, giving you more time to focus on what really matters, your great business. Go to Wix.com. Create your stunning website today. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. You play to win the game. Hall of Fame voter Ron Borges. Yes. You know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance? I mean, if I was on the phone 15 minutes ago, I'd be a little bit richer than I was. You're a smart man. You should join Ron. Get in line. It means you should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. So go. Hey, Goose, you grew up in the Detroit area, and, and I assume you grew up a Lions fan, correct? Yes, sir. The Honolulu Blue and Silver. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a little too much information. Yeah, yeah really. Why do we <laughs> well, go there? Yeah, well, then I assume you knew something about wide receiver Gail Cogdell, who passed away over the weekend, the age of 79. I guess my question to you is, what do you remember best about Gail Cogdell? Oh, I remember watching him throughout the 60s. He's a long, graceful strider that the other split ends of that era, Gary Collins, Boyd Dollar, Del Shofter, they all came over a mold, I think. He was the NFL Rookie of the Year in 60, went to three Pro Bowls, and Clark played with your Colts in Super Bowl yeah. three. Yeah, I, I remember that. You know what I remember about him? I, I wrote him as a kid, and I got an autographed photo back, and I went into my files over the weekend when I heard the news, and, and I found it. Great picture of him, and it meant a lot to me as a child, e even though I, unlike the Goose Man, was not a Detroit Lions fan. I'll tell you what, he would have been much more highly regarded had he played with a quality quarterback. He spent his career catching passes from Milt Plum, Jim Nanowski, Earl Morrill, Carl Sweetan, Bill Munson, and Greg Landry. Just a cast of thousands. What was, wrong with, Gail, what was wrong with Greg Landry, my friend? Yeah, what, what was wrong with Earl Morrill? That would be Michigan State's Earl Morrill. <laughs> <laughs> this team went 50 years and had one Pro Bowl quarterback, Greg Landry, in 1970. Post-Condo. Post-Condo. One Pro Bowl quarterback in 50 years before Stafford got there. Well, as I said, very sad to hear of his passing. Uh, as I mentioned, Gail Cogdo was 79, and he was one heck of a receiver, as Goose just mentioned. Well, Lomas Brown wasn't a receiver. He was an offensive tackle, but he did play with Goose's Detroit Lions, and like Gail Cogdo, he was one heck of a player, too. In fact, he was so good that our Ron Borges, who also was not a Lions fan, this week pushed him for a Hall of Fame discussion on our website, talkoffamenetwork.com. And Ron... For those who missed it, please tell them what you like so much about Lomas Brown. Well, Clark, uh, consistent productivity uh, are the most that's the most sought-after trait in an NFL offensive lineman, and no one in recent memory was ever more consistently productive than uh, Lomas Brown. 
Only one offensive lineman in league history ever played in or started more games than the seven-time Pro Bowler who played in 263 games and started 251 of them. But he was more than just a reliable employee. He was a dominating left tackle from 1985 until the final year of his career when he served really his only season as a backup performer for the Super Bowl-winning Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2002. Uh, in the first 11 of his 18 seasons, he was in Detroit where Loma started 163 of 164 games in which he appeared in, and he ran, began his run of seven consecutive Pro Bowl seasons. During that time, he was the anchor of a line that helped transform the Lions into a playoff team four times and its offense into one of the most productive running games in football. Barry Sanders twice led the NFL in rushing behind Lomas, and in the seven seasons that they played together, Sanders rushed for 10,172 yards and 73 touchdowns. But Lomas Brown did more than open holes for one of the game's great runners. He also helped transform a consistent loser into a playoff contender, and he did it not only in Detroit, but after he left there, he did the same thing for the Arizona Cardinals. When he was at his post, when the Lions returned to the NFC Championship game for the first time in 34 years in 1991. He was on the job when they returned to the playoffs three more times before he left for Arizona. And lo and behold, in 1998, he was the starting left tackle on the Cardinals team that won his first playoff game in 50 years. By the time Brown reached the Giants in 2000, he was entering his dotage. Most of his contemporaries were long retired. But he started every game for two years at left tackle for the Giants, including Super Bowl 35. Two seasons later, in his 18th and final year in the NFL, he finally won the game's most coveted prize. In his only season as a backup, he played in 11 games for the Bucks, and they won Super Bowl 37. Despite all these accomplishments, Lomas Brown has never been even a Hall of Fame semifinalist. And this year, his name was left off the preliminary list of 94 candidates, the first time in several seasons that that has happened. What did he do wrong? Not much. That's why I believe Lomas Brown deserves better than he's got. Ron, how much does a wear have to do with this candidacy? If he had spent his first 11 season in New York instead of Detroit, would he already be enshrined? I think actually there's a good chance of that. I mean, I also think what you do or what your team does has a lot to do with it, as you know, Goose. Had, he, had they won a Super Bowl early in his career, it might have been different. But there's no question. If he had done the same things in New York, Chicago, it very likely would have been different. Well, there's that signal again. Signal that we're almost out of time, which means we're going to the two-minute drill with Ron asking this week's question. So, guys, let's get started. Guys, Brock Osweiler was paid an extra $2 million to jump from Denver to Houston. Did he think it was worth the price Monday night? On 15 of the 16 NFL weekends, he loves his cowboy boots, hat, and checkbook. $2 million for three hours of pain? In a word, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's painful. <laughs> Osweiler averaged 3.2 yards per pass against the Broncos. Do the Texans have buyer's remorse for paying him $72 million for that kind of performance? I'm surprised the Texans didn't leave Osweiler in Denver and, and apply for a refund. No. Just one irate owner wondering where his return is. <laughs> and there he is. <laughs> Steven Goskowski missed his fifth kick and second extra point this season on Sunday. Adam Venateri has made a record 43 straight field goals. Do the Patriots have kicker remorse? When Tom Brady's your quarterback, it doesn't matter who your kicker is. Yes, they do, Ron. They wish they kicked you out of the press box years ago. <laughs> Jaguars coach Gus Bradley is 14-40 and 40 in four seasons as a head coach. Will he get a fifth year in Jacksonville? Not if he doesn't get to 20 career victories. No, he won't. But he will plead the fifth when it's all over. <laughs> Speaking of great coaches, Oakland's Jack Del Rio was fired in Jacksonville for going 68-71. and 71. They're 18-57 and 57 since he left. Do the Jags have coaches remorse? Just another classic example of an impatient owner digging the hole a little deeper. No, they don't, Ron. They just don't know Jack. 
Is there a more dangerous job in America than being the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns? Perhaps going to, into a game as Cleveland's backup quarterback. Wow. <laughs> yes, there is. Being Ron Borges at a Patriots pep rally. <laughs> you got that right. Uh, Cleveland has already used six different quarterbacks this season due to injury. Can they hit double figures? Not unless they bring back Otto Graham, Brian Sype, and Bernie Kosar. No, maybe they can. And this just in, Corey Kluber will be available. Actor Rob Lowe texted this week that the Rams are bad entertainment in the entertainment capital of the world. How soon before Jared Goff is starring in the Rams production? Who'd have guessed the entertainment capital of the world will one day yearn for the return of Jim Everett? As soon as Rob Lowe stops doing bad entertainment. I'm going to take a big chance on this one. O.J. Simpson, Earl Campbell, Ricky Williams, or Jay Ajayi? What kind of what kind of choice is that? Three Texans or a Californian? Give me any of the Texans. Wow, I'm with one of them. Earl Campbell, because a rose is a rose is a Tyler Rose. <laughs> Aren't you clever? The Jags-Raiders game was a penalty fest and an embarrassment. Jags cornerback Jalen Ramsey was thrown out for fighting and said after the game, they don't want me to say this, but I do it again. I won't be disrespected. Should he be disenfranchised? You get disrespected when you lose. Try winning, Jalen. No, he should just be dissed, period. That is the end of our first hour, but don't go anywhere. We have more coming up, including Ron's favorite former tackle, Lomas Brown, and Pittsburgh offensive coordinator Todd Haley. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. This is Henry Eller, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Geico presents a voicemail from your friend, Washing Machine. Hi, it's Washing Machine. It's about, oh, 7 o'clock on Wednesday. So, good news, bad news. First, I found your lost sock. Exciting! Also, I might have maybe flooded the whole basement. It's going to be pretty expensive. But hey, at least you got that sock. Your washing machine won't pay for water damage. Luckily, one call to the GEICO Insurance Agency makes it easy to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumerAccess.org, number 3030. Do you owe the IRS more than 10000 in personal or business taxes and you can't afford to pay? You have the right to tax representation. Has the IRS threatened to shut down your business, freeze your bank accounts, take your home, your cars, or garnish your wages? You may qualify for special programs to stop this process. Get tax representation. Call the Tax Help Hotline at 800-295-1152. That's 800-295-1152. Within 24 hours, the threats will stop. Just call 800-295-1152. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. Well, welcome back to our number two of the Halloween edition of the Talk of Fame Network. Coming to you from the Renai studio. 
Over the next 60 minutes, we're going to sit down with Lomas Brown, the tackle Ron just told you about, and someone we believe should be, at the very least, on the ballot for the Hall of Fame. And we're also going to go door-to-door where there are Halloween trick-or-treaters as they tell us who, what, and where to avoid Monday night. But first, it's a pleasure to welcome in Pittsburgh Offensive Coordinator Todd Haley, whom we've known for years and who opposing defenses would like to avoid any night. As an offensive coordinator, Todd helped develop Tony Romo in Dallas, Called the plays for Arizona when the Cards went to Super Bowl 43, barely losing to, well, who else? Pittsburgh. And as a head coach, he led the Kansas City Chiefs to a division title in 2010 with quarterback Matt Castle. Now, of course, Todd Haley coaches one of the most productive offenses in the league and some of the best offensive performers anywhere. In fact, Todd was one of the nominees for best offensive minds in our weekly readers poll. And while you didn't win it, Todd, you did finish tied for a second. So I hope that's some consolation. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's consolation, but that's it. No, no, uh, uh, always a pleasure. Hey, thank you for joining us, as I said. Todd, um, listen, let's start at the top. Your dad, of course, was Dick Haley, uh, whom we've known and well-known director of personnel for years with the Steelers, and that's the team you actually ball board for. How rewarding is it to be back in the area or the city where you grew up working for a franchise you knew so well? It's really special. And really, not not many days go by that I don't uh, take a second to appreciate it. You know, having grown up here, uh, you know, and our life revolved around the Steelers as a kid. You know, when your father works in the NFL, uh, you live and die with your team. And uh, thankfully, uh, I got to see a lot of great, great players, great, great teams, great coaches. You know, and it's really just a great city. Uh, when your father, you know, when your father leaves that team, though, you cut ties. You know, you, people always ask, Did "You stay a Steeler fan?" I said, "No, <laughs> you know, your your livelihoods uh, determined, you know, uh, for who your father's working for, who you're working for now. In my <laughs> case, with my kids, but uh, so I essentially, you know, was gone for uh, 28 years. When I left to go to college, my father uh, left to go to the Jets, and and we became Jet fans, and. To be able to come back and and to be with the Roonies, you know, just the entire organization, which, you know, my father helped to lay the groundwork for back then in the 70s. You know, you see so many of the things, same things going on, and and it's a reason why they've been able to stay consistently successful for so many years. Um, But just a special, uh, special deal for me to walk down the halls and see pictures of those players that, when I was a, a ball boy at, at, at Latrobe, uh, you know, or on game day on Sundays in Three Rivers, uh, to see pictures of my father's in, in the team photos when he was a player in the in the 60s, uh, really great for me. And uh, the ironic thing is, uh, I'd coached in every stadium uh, in my uh, 20 years or so. Well, it wasn't 20 when I got here, 17, 16 years or so. Everywhere but the Steelers, I had coached against the Steelers a number of times, including the Super Bowl, like you mentioned. So uh, my first uh, game coaching for the Steelers, even though it was Hines, was uh, our first time coaching in Pittsburgh was as a Steeler coach. And the last time I had been on the field in Pittsburgh was as a ball boy in 1985. Todd, you tired of Hermione Brothers yet? <laughs> uh, no, uh, no, I'm not. And I live in the South Hills in Upper St. Clair, and they conveniently uh, put one up uh, right down the street. So that's usually our uh, home home game location to stop, uh, you know, and and talk about the game and watch the games that are going on. And 
and the guys and girls in there take great care of me. So, uh, uh, no, I, uh, I'll i eat it every day of the week if I had to. Hey, Ted, you, you've been a head coach. You've been an offensive coordinator. Which was more rewarding and which was more challenging? Uh, both both positions uh, have obviously a lot of challenges. Uh, the biggest one as a head coach is, uh, is talking to you guys every day. <laughs> uh, but... Um, <laughs> You know, as an offensive coordinator, you really get to be, you know, on the ground coaching, uh, you know, a lot more. And 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 I didn't didn't start coaching, you know, thinking I'd ever be a head coach. It was the love of coaching, and uh, you know, I really enjoy uh, uh, being here, being able to really work with the guys, you know, on a personal level, uh, you know, on an individual technique level. Um, you know, so they both have their challenges. They both have their things that you really enjoy. Um, you know, ahead. You know, I'll often say to Coach T that you know when he's heading off to his press conference or whatever, you know, I'll throw a little dig in there whenever I can that uh, you know enjoy doing your job, Coach. But uh, coaching is great in general, and and you're going to get challenged in a number of ways. Obviously, doing both. Of course, uh, as you were Sunday, you were, you operated without Ben Roethlisberger, and, and you haven't had him and. Uh, Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown all in the same lineup together for a lot of the past two years. Just wondering, uh, Todd, how challenging and or frustrating has that been for you as a coordinator to, okay, now I got these this guy or these two guys, but I don't have this guy, and you never seem to have all the bullets at the same time. Uh, it's a great challenge, you know. But again, uh, as coaches, you, uh, you know, that's really what gets your uh, juices going, so to speak. Um, because it's because it's such a great challenge, you know. I'm a I'm a big believer of of playing the guy's strengths. So, uh, you know, around here for whatever reason, bad luck, whatever it is, we've we've had a, just a ton of injuries at a number of different positions. Um, you know, I'm proud of of our staff and our guys for really uh, following the the mantra of uh, next man up, which coach uh, talks and and pushes all the time. You know, we've had a lot of guys through the last few years, step in and step up for us and, and allow us uh, to really compete at a high level, even missing guys, um, you know, to finish, you know, where we have at least statistically, uh, considering some of those uh, uh, big names that have been missing, uh, you know, I think is, is something we all are proud of, but it hasn't slowed down for us. So, you know, every week's a new week, uh, you know, we got to just uh, – Coach Parcells taught me a long time time ago, you know, they're not going to cancel the game, as he would say. You know, we got to have our guys ready to go, and 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 really we just uh, try to step up in our own way, you know, when we have these uh, uh, limitations. We're speaking with Pittsburgh offense coordinator Todd Haley on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at talkoffamenet. And, Todd, I, I remember once a head coach telling me that he wouldn't go anywhere that doesn't have a franchise quarterback in place. Now, you have one in Roethlisberger. You've been around some of the great ones, including Kurt Warner in Arizona. How much easier does a guy like Ben Roethlisberger make your job? Well, I, I, I think it, uh, you know, it's the key to being successful, you know, truly successful, and, and having a chance to play in that uh, big game, the Super Bowl. You know, in Kansas City, though, I'm, I'm very, very proud, you know, of being able to win 10 games in a division uh uh, no disrespect, but uh, you know Matt Castle not generally thought of as a as a franchise guy. You know we were able to win ten games and they hadn't won many games. So 
again, a great challenge. But uh, when you have one, it's something special. And, and Ben is something special. I think I really think he's, you know, when he's healthy and, and he has the, the guys around him, I think he's as good as, as anybody that I've ever seen. You know, and I've seen, you know, I was with the Jets when Vinny Testaverde played at a high, high level in 1998, you know, 27, inter- uh, 27 touchdowns, four interceptions or something like that, and we played in the championship game. Um, you know, Kurt Warner, uh, you know, one of the best there is. This guy is just special, though, and he has really evolved as a, as a quarterback. You know, he takes great pride in that. Um, you know, he's always been known for, for being able to extend the play and make those Ben-like plays, uh, but I think he, he takes great pride now in – and being a, a drop-back passer that gets back, gets the ball out, making great decisions, as good a thrower as I've ever seen, you know, strong arm but phenomenal touch and feel. And then when things break down, he's able to, to make those bend plays that uh, I think separate him really from everybody. Todd, we got about 30 seconds here. Is Kurt Warner a Hall of Famer? I believe yes. I don't think there's any question in my mind. Um, you know, it's about winning Super Bowls. Uh, he's done it with, uh, you know, gone to Super Bowls with different teams, played in different systems uh, with different players around him, and he's played he's played his best in the biggest games. Um, you know, I just, uh, you know, his his career started late uh, for no fault of his own. You know, when he got the opportunity, uh, he turned the franchise around in in St. Louis and did things that have never been done and and may n- m- never be matched. And but the bottom line to me is he won Super Bowls and he played his best games, put up numbers that you know that nobody can touch. Hey Todd, thanks so much for the time. Uh, sorry about our poll; you're going to have to take that for other readers. But uh, best of luck with the rest of the season. <laughs> you know, we'll push for it this year. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, thanks Todd. Todd. That was Pittsburgh offensive coordinator Todd Haley. Up next, we're going to go trick or treating with Rick and Ron. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai Water Heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. This is your brain on drugs. Any questions? Um, yeah, I have questions. Prescription drugs aren't as bad as street drugs, right? Weed's legal, isn't it? Drinking is worse than smoking weed. Isn't it? Why is heroin so addictive? Molly just makes you feel happy. I have questions. Mom? Dad, did you ever try drugs? They're going to ask. Be ready. Go to drugfree.org. A message from Partnership for Drug-Free Kids. Do you owe the IRS more than 10000 in personal or business taxes and you can't afford to pay? You have the right to tax representation. Has the IRS threatened to shut down your business, freeze your bank accounts, take your home, your cars, or garnish your wages? You may qualify for special programs to stop this process. Get tax representation. Call the Tax Help Hotline at 800-295-1152. That's 800-295-1152. Within 24 hours, the threats will stop. Just call 800-295-1152. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. 
It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. All right, you have a great business, but your website, mm, not so much. Let's change that. Introducing Wix ADI, artificial design intelligence that creates a stunning website for you with all the things you need to look amazing online. Images, videos, and professional text, giving you more time to focus on what really matters, your great business. Go to Wix.com. Create your stunning website today. Hey, everyone. This is Life Tips with Geico. Life Tip 1. You can use a razor to shave those little lint balls off your sweatshirt or jacket. Speaking of jackets, try wearing yours backwards. You could use the hood as a convenient snack trough. Life Tip 2. Switch to GEICO and you could save hundreds on your car insurance. On top of that, the GEICO Insurance Agency could help save you money on home and renter's insurance. GEICO. Get savings into your life. Visit GEICO.com today. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. Hey, Ronnie. Yes, sir. You know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you need to get on the phone and save yourself some cash. Smart man. It means you should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. So listen, Ron Borges, go. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. It's the monster mash. Because this is the Halloween edition of the Talk of Fame Network. Goose, are you doing the mash? Yes, yes, sir. He got those Ron. shoulders rocking. He's leaning back. He's like, yeah, that's me. Yes, this is really me. They do the mash in Dallas. Yeah. They do the mash in New England, too. Absolutely. It's a graveyard smash. That's a graveyard smash. That's right. And as your Hall of Fame guys, we don't want to waste an opportunity to pay tribute well, to the Monster Mash and the scariest day since Goose, well, since Phil Benson took over for Lombardi in Green Bay. That wasn't, that wasn't a good day. Um, and that day, of course, is, yeah, ouch. Is Halloween, otherwise known as auditions for quarterback and TV. Ooh, scary. Um, our residential debates are gone. Loved them, but that doesn't mean we can't do something for Halloween, and we will. You know, in fact, we are. Uh, Ron, before we get started, you have a son. Is, is, is he fired up for Halloween? Oh, big time. You kidding me? He's, he's got... He goes, you got two of the biggest plastic pumpkin things you've ever seen, which he fills up with all kinds of candy, which is terrible for you. Studies the catalogs for months to pick out his costume. He's fired up. What's he going as? He's one of those Pokemon guys, but there's like eight million of them, so I can't tell you which one he is. But, he, <laughs> but then he picks out three other ones. As long as he's not going as a presidential candidate, though. I think <laughs> That's smart, man. Well, I, listen, I remember when I lived out in San Francisco, I came back to New York in 1999. My wife had a, a good friend there who had a six-year-old daughter, and she asked me, she said, you're going to dress up for Halloween? And I said, yeah, I am. I'm going to dress up for Halloween. She said, oh, good. What are you going to go as? And I said, I'm going to go as myself. She looked at me and said, you going as a hobo? <laughs> True story. <laughs> I like all, it. What six-year-old like knows the word hobo? And then she looked at me and went, am I that bad? And the answer is, yeah, I guess I am. Um, anyway, uh, we can't let this occasion pass without recognizing it. And since we can't go door-to-door looking like hobos for Kit Kat bars, uh, we can't do the next best thing, which is to pass out our own candy. And that's just what we're going to do here and now. Whew, man. Scared here. So, guys, uh, our residential beat d- uh, debate this week, as I said, uh, is gone. But instead, we're going to have our own 
Tales from the Script, which means your chance to honor the ghosts, the goblins, and the Amish rifles that make up the NFL. So here we go. If you're Roger Goodell, what do you dress up for as Halloween? Oh, for Halloween. Darth Vader. That's what he's become in so many NFL quarters. Al Davis used to be Darth. Now it's Goodell. The invisible man and hope for just one day nobody notices you. Second question. Most people avoid graveyards on Halloween. What would you avoid and why? I would avoid the University of Michigan football team this weekend. My Spartans have beaten them five straight years, including that miracle finish on a muff punt at Michigan a year ago. And for old time's sake, can we hear that again, Derek? Well, he has trouble with the snap, and the ball is free. It's picked up by Michigan State's Jalen Watts-Jackson, and he scores on the last play of the game. Unbelievable. Gentlemen, Jim Harbaugh hasn't forgotten that play and that game. His goal this weekend will be not to punt and run up as many points as he can. And this year, Michigan State isn't in much position to fight back. Goose, was that you making the call? Really? That was, that was Ron's, Boston's own Sean McDonough. Ron, That's exactly yeah. right. His voice cracked. Ron, what would you avoid? He got emotional. Why? He did get emotional. I'd avoid Bill Belichick's hoodie. I do not want to know what's under it or <laughs> really behind it. it. <laughs> <laughs> you do avoid it. Well, you know, most people avoid haunted houses, too. And, and it seems like uh, there have been plenty of them over the years in the NFL. So, Goose, I'll start with you. Which is... Or was the haunted house to avoid? I'll tell you, a night game at Arrowhead has always been tricky. It's among the loudest stadiums and best home field advantages in football. Turn on the lights, and the Chiefs become a Frankensteinian-type team. Ooh, I would say it's the Oakland Coliseum. Ah, shocking. When the natives are restless, which is all the time. You ever walk in, you can't get in from the park a lot into the stadium without being assaulted <laughs> that is by true. people wearing strange masks and <laughs> pointed true. things. And that's on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> that's before the game. <laughs> that's before the game. Okay, well, which coach, present or past, should we avoid at all costs? Which coach should we not knock the door knock on the door for? Goose? I wouldn't want to visit Paul Brown in the 50s or Vince Lombardi in the 60s. I also wouldn't want to visit Joe Gibbs anytime. He's one of the few coaches who didn't need a great quarterback to beat your best. I wouldn't want to visit my good friend, young Don Shula, when he was young Don Shula. 33 years old, coming into the Colts, feeling he had to prove to all these guys he was a backup to, that he was the coach. He was a surly and difficult man to get along with in those days. Just ask Johnny Unitas. Hey, Goose Man, you know, if you went trick-or-treating to Joe Gibbs's on a Monday night, where would you go? You wouldn't go to his house. <laughs> okay. You would go to Redskins Park. Yes, sir. That's where he would be. There. He'd be there. Yeah, he never left there. That would be friend of the show, Joe Gibbs. Uh, you guys have been covering the NFL, I think, almost 80 years combined, correct? Guys? Yes, sir. Right? Yeah. Okay. Exactly right. So what scared you the most, or would scare you the most, in all your years of covering the league? The press box at RFK. When the Redskins made a big play, the upper deck would shake, 
and the press box was attached to the front of the upper deck. Ron, did you ever get seasick on dry land? <laughs> yeah, RFK kind of left you with a queasy feeling when the Redskins are rolling. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. The scariest thing for me, it was sad too, actually, is a 1978 exhibition game when Daryl Stingley went down from that hit from Jack oh, yeah. Tatum. You yeah. knew immediately this was not an ordinary hit. This was not an ordinary collision. This was not an ordinary situation. It was a scary, scary thing. And unfortunately, I saw it twice because I saw it at Stanford Stadium in 1989 when John Stevens collided with the 49ers. Jeff Fuller and, and Fuller right. ended up paralyzed as well. Those were the two scariest moments for me. Yeah, and I, I'd throw that Theismann injury in as well when he had the broken leg. Um, that was bad on Monday night game. That was bad. Um, who's the one guy in years of following this league that you would absolutely, positively not want to see at your door on Monday night. Clark, during his playing days, Charles Haley, he's mellowed since, but he didn't like his opponents, his teammates, his coaches, or the media. But it's amazing what a calming effect that gold jacket has had on him. <laughs> or sedatives. <laughs> uh, I would say John Hanna, who I once mistakenly said good morning to on the morning of a game in a hotel lobby and got the look that all linebackers saw when he came off the line of scrimmage, his eyes bugging out of his head. That guy was certifiably insane on game. <laughs> okay, so you're home and the doorbell rings. It's Hugh Jackson, coach of the winless Cleveland Browns. What do you give him? A seat on the bandwagons of the Cavaliers and Indians. Let him ride a bit with some winners. I say, young man, come inside and let me give you an Alka-Seltzer with a bourbon chaser, because you're going to need him. Oops, wait a minute. It's that doorbell again. Only this time it's Mark Davis. What do you give him? You know those get-out-of-jail-free cards, Monopoly? <laughs> I give him the NFL version get-out-of-Oakland free card. <laughs> I give him a stack of pink casino chips. You guys have no idea what those are worth, and neither does he, but he's going to find out when he gets to Vegas. <laughs> and you're just the man to have those chips, Ron. Exactly right. <laughs> well, that's it, guys. Uh, we're not out of candy, but, you know, we are out of time. So we're going to step away for a commercial. Next up, former tackle and Ron Borges' favorite guy, or at least one of them, Lomas Brown. This is the Talk of Fame Network. <laughs> now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. Hi, this is Neil Smith, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai Water Heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. 
Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumerAccess.org, number 3030. Do you owe the IRS more than 10000 in personal or business taxes and you can't afford to pay? You have the right to tax representation. Has the IRS threatened to shut down your business, freeze your bank accounts, take your home, your cars, or garnish your wages? You may qualify for special programs to stop this process. Get tax representation. Call the Tax Help Hotline at 800-295-1152. That's 800-295-1152. Within 24 hours, the threats will stop. Just call 800-295-1152. GEICO presents a voicemail from your friend, Electricity. Hey, it's me, Electricity, so I'll keep this short. <laughs> Get it? Never mind. Anyway, I just want to make sure you're not, like, still mad at me about that electrical fire in your kitchen. I mean, obviously you're not, but I'm just checking to make sure. It's no big deal if you are. It's not like you're asking me to pay for the damage. <laughs> right? Electricity won't pay for an electrical fire. Luckily, the GEICO Insurance Agency makes getting coverage a snap. Visit GEICO.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. What we're dealing with here is a complete lack of respect for the law. Just a reminder, the Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, which is 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. And you know something? You probably should have gone there 15 minutes ago. Our next guest, Lomas Brown, not only is one of the most durable offensive linemen in NFL history, but only one blocker ever played or started more games. True. Lomas played 263 games over his 18-year career and started 251 of them. Started left tackle when the Lions, Detroit Lions, reached their first title game in 34 years in 1991. Started left tackle at Arizona in 1998 when the Cardinals won their first playoff game in 50 years. And he started for the New York Giants in the 2000 Super Bowl and picked up a Super Bowl ring two years later with the Tampa Bay Bucks. Almost went to seven Pro Bowls and his blocking helped Barry Sanders win two NFL rushing titles. Yet... Strangely, remarkably, I don't get it. He has never been a Hall of Fame finalist or a semifinalist. But he's here today to talk about that with us. And Lomas, want to thank you for joining us. No, I thank you guys for having me on. It's a pleasure being on with you guys. Lomas, how does a guy survive 18 seasons in the NFL at left tackle facing the league's best pass rushers week after week after week? <laughs> the first thing I'll say is blessed and real, real lucky. Because, you know, I had to avoid a lot of things. You just, you know, you don't play that long, especially at that, that position in the NFL without a lot of things going right for you. And the first thing was my health, being that, you know, I didn't suffer a lot of injuries, only one, one surgery, which was a arthroscopic knee surgery back in 89 that I had. So I was real blessed from that standpoint. And just being able to evolve because, you know, I got in the game in 1985, and I went through three decades, the 80s and 90s and the 2000s, and the game evolved. And as a player, I had to evolve. My first six years in the league, I was more of a masher. You know, I came in about 310, 305, 310. So everything was just brute strength and just trying to move guys with girth. My last 12 years in the league, uh, my weight was in the 70s and the 80s, so I was pretty much all technique, 
from that point because that was the only way I was going to survive in the league playing at 275 and 80 pounds at left tackle. I had to have great technique to play up against some of the guys I went through. So I think those were the two things that helped me out the most. We like to uh, ask guys that are in the position you're in if they understand how the Hall of Fame selection process works and, more importantly, have you figured out what, what we haven't been able to figure out which is how you got left out of the process in the first place. You know, I, I, I watch it every year, and believe me, I'm happy for, especially every time a lineman goes in, an offensive lineman. I'm so happy when they go in. You know, watching big Orlando Pace go in this year, I was so happy for him. And then what I do is I just put my numbers up against the person that's going in numbers. And, you know, looking at Orlando's Pace's numbers, Again, you know, mine are comparable with that. But I always knew when we were in the league and as an offensive lineman, you always know that without team success, you really don't have a lot of individual success. And, you know, if I'd have been on maybe some better team, you know, success, it, 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 the wait might not be this long. You know, I might have had a little bit more success, so my name might have been out there a little bit more. So I kind of know as an offensive lineman, those two things go hand in hand. But I always look at what the linemen that go in, I always kind of look at their numbers and compare uh, my numbers with theirs. And, you know, like I say, with Big O going in this year and some of the other guys, I've been comparable with them. But I think success breeds. I don't know. <laughs> That's my short answer to that. <laughs> it's a pretty good apparently, one, actually. Yeah, apparently the Hall doesn't know either. <laughs> hey, hey, Lomas, and we're speaking with Lomas Brown on the Talk of Fame Network. Uh, Lomas, because I hit third in the lineup here, these guys like me to swing for the fences, and so I'm going to with this question. Do you believe you belong in the Hall of Fame? I do. I, I do. I do. And this I have always been, and I'm glad you asked me that. This is how I've always been my whole career. I've always thought if it's, if it's meant to be, it's going to happen. That's that's kind of how my whole career has been. Even with getting to the Super Bowl in my last year, uh, going to the Super Bowl in my 16th year, my first Super Bowl in the six, my 16th year. You know, some of the things that happened to me later on in life. But again, you know, if you look at the numbers, if I throw my numbers out on the wall and my name wasn't on top of those numbers, I just think people looking at 18 years, seven straight Pro Bowls, a couple of all-pro bids, you know, they might think that that guy might be worthy to get in there. But I, I, I feel that, yes, personally, I do feel like I'm worthy to be in the Hall of Fame. Lomas, not many athletes leave on top. I can think of John Elway and Peyton Manning, who retired after winning Super Bowls, and Lomas Brown. Counting the playoffs, that Super Bowl at the Bucks was a 276 and final uh, game of your, your start of your career. When does a player know it's time to leave? You never think in your mind that it's time to leave. Even right now, at the tender age of 53, I think I could give the Lions a play or two. I think I might give the Lions <laughs> Probably good. One, one or two plays I might be able to give them. So, similarly, you never think. You always think you could compete. You're in the game. That's just your psyche. But I'm telling you, your body, your body will tell you. And that's what started happening to me, especially – I started feeling it my last three years in the league, especially when I was with the Giants. When we lost the Super Bowl to the Ravens, and that was mid-February, we got right back to work. I think we reported back in April. So I was still sore 
from not only the Super Bowl, but from that whole season. And I don't think I ever recovered from that point. And like I said, you could just you know, my body just starts slowing down. The guys start getting faster coming off that end. My slow twitch muscles just weren't reacting the way you they, they used to react. You know, so you start seeing little things. It's the little things that start adding up to the big thing or the finality that you are going to have to retire or your days are numbered. It's the little things that you start seeing happening. Like when you play on Sunday and you got to take toward all to play in the game the following Sunday. You know, I started getting to that point when I was in New York. So it was just the little things that started happening that really tell you, and it's mostly your body is going to tell you when it's time that you need to hang them up or at least consider hanging them up. Just a Follow up on that, uh, Loma. So that's pretty interesting, uh, especially mentioning you know the things you had to take late in your career to play. I was talking to Mike Flynn, who used to play center for the Ravens, and, and he told me that uh, yeah, when you're young, said you know they come to you and say you got to take a shot. You go, I don't need a shot. I can play with anything. Then when you get older, you're asking them for the shot. Uh, to, <laughs> is, is that true? Is that sort of what it gets to as that as you get older? So true. That is so true. You think you're so invincible, man? When you were young. That's why you see a lot of the young boys, young ball players get in trouble. Because even though I've never been a, a, a braggadocious person, but I've always been a confident person. You know, I didn't have to show my confidence. You know, some people have to show their confidence, and some people are confident about their confidence. That's how I was. And when you were young, you think you're invincible, man. You think you're going to play forever. You can't tell me I'm not going to play forever. I'm not going to make all this money. You know, you can't tell me I can't run through that brick wall or knock this guy down. That's just the way you think when you're young. So, right, when they come to you and tell you, you know, take this pill or take that, even the flu shot, I remember that was a big issue in our locker room with the Lions. Guys was (laughs) like, man, you know, because of what happened with Bruce Smith before one of his playoff games, he couldn't play because of the flu, so everybody got in the uproar and wanted players to start taking flu shots, and that was a big thing. Man, look, I don't need no flu shot. The flu can't do this to me. I'm this and that. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. That happens when you're young, but they, you better believe if you play this game long enough, you will be asking them doctors there to give you something because you don't need something for the pain or just to get through Till the next week, so you could, because it's ultra competitive. And Lomas, you know, like you, we know when it's time to go, and we got to get moving here. So thank you so much for the time, and best hey, of luck with your Hall of Fame candidacy. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Thanks, Lomas. That was Lomas Brown. Just ahead, our game changers of the week, and why Ron doesn't like another idea the NFL's pushing. Shocking. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai Water Heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. 
So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumeraccess.org number 3030. Do you owe the IRS more than 10000 in personal or business taxes and you can't afford to pay? You have the right to tax representation. Has the IRS threatened to shut down your business, freeze your bank accounts, take your home, your cars, or garnish your wages? You may qualify for special programs to stop this process. Get tax representation. Call the Tax Help Hotline at 800-295-1152. That's 800-295-1152. Within 24 hours, the the threats will stop. Just call 800-295-1152. All right, you have a great business, but your website, not so much. Let's change that. Introducing Wix ADI, artificial design intelligence that creates a stunning website for you with all the things you need to look amazing online. Images, videos, and professional text, giving you more time to focus on what really matters, your great business. Go to Wix.com. Create your stunning website today. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges. Cannot play with him. Rick Gosselin. Cannot win with him. And Clark Judge. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. I'm like a rubber ball, baby, that's all that I am to you. There's a guy you can win with. That was Bobby V, a great, great singer, who died this week at the age of 73 in Goose. We're the Hall of Fame guys, so the obvious question. How can Bobby V, who had 38 singles on the Billboard Top 100, not be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I mean, it's guys like him who define rock and roll. Clark, Bobby V may be to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland what Jerry Kramer is to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Ken. Two worthy candidates who can't break down those Ohio doors. Yeah, it's un- unreal to me. Uh, and to me, he's just, he's just another deserving guy. Like you mentioned, Jerry Kramer, who's passed over for a deserving award. Um, Bobby V is already missed. Uh, Listen to him on the radio today. Great singer. Um, really sorry to hear about that. And, and Goose, speaking of awards... This is where you get to name yours, the Renai Game Changer of the Week. So, get started. In Gail Cogna's honor, I'll go with Lions quarterback Matthew Stafford, who led his team 75 yards in six plays over the final 65 seconds for the game-winning touchdown pass against Washington last weekend. Nice nice way to celebrate his 100th career game. Ron, uh, you don't have to do the Homer Game Changer of the Week. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. This is the Renai Game Changer I'm of the Week. I'm a Dallas guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were in Detroit last weekend, though, Goose. In Detroit last weekend. Unbelievable. You ever seen those lion socks he has with a little lion? Toe <laughs> yeah, he wears them to bed with him, doesn't he? <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh, well, my uh, Renai game changer uh, is Miami running back Jay Ajayi. For the second straight game, he rushed for over 200, count him, 200 yards, trampling Rex Ryan's run defense for 214 in a 28-25 Dolphin win. He's only the fourth player to do that. But the larger story is, he was benched for Arian Foster at the start of the season. Sunday he had 100 and, uh, 128 yards after contact, which is averaging, and he's averaging 4.11 yards after contact. So I would suggest that defenses just not contact him. Hopefully he'll fall down. I, I like that pick, Ron. You know why? Because that guy he was benched for, he retired this week, Arian Foster. Yeah, he did. Yeah. After those two games, I would too. <laughs> well, I'm going to take either kicker. We start out with kickers in the show. I'm going to take either kicker, Steve Nauska, Chandler Catanzaro, in that 6-6 
Seattle, Arizona, snooze fest. It has a tie. Um, they changed the game, all right. Yeah, they snatched defeat out of the jaws of victory. And for those of you who think special teams don't matter, take that. Special teams cost two teams a victory in the same game. So what else matters? Yep, our Ron Borges when he gets on a rant. And I feel one coming now. Ron, if you can channel your inner goose here, you've got your Borges or Bogus segment coming up. And I understand you're going halfway around the world for this one, so let's hear it. I am. This is, this is my political rant. With ratings problems at home and a tense, a growing problem in a number of cities, including San Francisco, what's the NFL's plan to overcome these kinds of problems? Let's go play in China. That's about as bogus an idea, an idea as you could think of. According to Mark Waller, the NFL's executive vice president of international whatever, the league's only concerns are not about the logistics of staging game in China, but what happens when the teams who play there return to the United States. According to Waller, the league's focus is on how does a team come back from China then play and be competitive after a trip like that? Well, having made three trips like that myself, the answer is in a week they won't be, and in two weeks they might be, but they might not be. But if what the NFL usually does in these international games continues, they'll send two teams that aren't competitive anyway, so what does it matter? The larger issue is, when did this become the International Football League? They can't sell out games in Jacksonville, in San Francisco, and very soon in L.A. if the Rams keep going the way they're going. So they want to try China? How about trying to sell some tickets in Chinatown first? Bogus. <laughs> the NFL is the only league regularly playing meaningful, in theory at least, regular season games overseas. When the great soccer teams of Europe come to the U.S. to play, do they put their regular season games on display? No, they come over and play a friendly on summer vacation. That's what the NFL used to do, too, until some genius decided, let's screw up the regular season for a couple teams and ship them off to London. Now China? Where next? Mars? Then they can call themselves the Intergalactic Football League. Bogus. We understand that the NFL wants to grow its product and maybe starting to feel it's tapped out in the U.S., and perhaps it's true. But more likely, the problem domestically is that they spend too much time on marketing and not enough time on football. Maybe they should just start worrying about trying to keep the fans they already have who if TV ratings or reflection are shrinking, rather than trying to sell a game in a country run by a government that doesn't believe in unnecessary roughness. Or they could turn their efforts toward trying to line a field in Canton, Ohio, rather than trying to put a field in Canton, China. <laughs> well, there's that signal again that uh, we're going intergalactic with our two-minute drill. So, guys, let's get going. I've got a pumpkin to carve. <laughs> Falcons coach Dan Quinn said he had a gut feeling when he decided to go for it on fourth down on his side of the 50-yard line in overtime and failed to get there. Was he dyspeptic, delusional, or defiant? None of the above. He was defensive, something his club is not, which is why he went for the win. Next time he should trust the gut of his defensive coordinator and punt. <laughs> Ooh. There were 39 turnovers in 13 games last Sunday. Is that pro football or Pop Warner football? Neither. It's a TV ratings sinkhole. Ron, you're being disrespectful to Pop Warner football. <laughs> TV ratings are down for the seventh straight week, with even the 4 o'clock games now down 13.2% for the first time. NFL commis Commissioner Roger Goodell says he doesn't think the NFL is losing viewers. They're just watching less. Who writes this guy's material? Donald Trump. The ratings are rigged. The network heads of CBS, NBC, ABC, and ESPN. <laughs> Goodell and Colin Kaepernick agree those ratings have not been affected by Kaepernick's decision to take a knee during the national anthem. What say you two? I agree. I blame it on the Russians hacking Roger Goodell's emails. <laughs> if, the, if the viewers would see less of Kaepernick and let fewer yellow flags, they'd probably watch more. <laughs> the Vikings and Eagles turned the ball over on five straight first quarter possessions. Good defense, 
or greased footballs? Neither. Bad football. Good defense by two guys who know good defense. Mike Zimmer and Jim Schwartz. <laughs> were the Bengals and Browns celebrating Halloween a week early when they were masquerading as a, or were they masquerading as a pumpkin patch or trying to just blind their spectators with those orange shirts, orange pants, orange shots, and orange hats? <laughs> Aren't you clever? Uh, neither. <laughs> they were celebrating Syracuse's win over Boston College, despite <laughs> ten false starts. Get with it, Ron. Orange is a new black. <laughs> oh, very good. Bill's linebacker Lorenzo Alexander had nine sacks in his first nine NFL seasons. This year he has nine sacks in seven games. What's in the water in Buffalo? Wings. Can't escape them in Buffalo. Obviously he hasn't been exposed to Duff's hot sauce any of his previous five NFL stops. <laughs> Melvin Gordon had zero touchdowns last year and 10 already this year. Did he buy a compass? Nope. He found a Sherper who knows how to get there. Philip Rivers finally learned you can't get sacked if you hand the ball off. That's the end of the game. We'd like to thank Willie McGinnis, Lomas Brown, and Todd Haley for joining us, you for listening to us, and Derek Burns for producing us. If you would like to listen to this or any podcast, just go to our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, or find us on iTunes or your podcast app. Otherwise, look for us at this time and on this station next week. We'll be here. We hope you will be, too. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. Hi, this is O.J. Anderson, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Geico presents a voicemail from your friend, Washing Machine. Hi, it's Washing Machine. It's about, oh, 7 o'clock on Wednesday. So, good news, bad news. First, I found your lost sock. Exciting. Also, I might have maybe flooded the whole basement. It's going to be pretty expensive. But hey, at least you got that sock. Your washing machine won't pay for water damage. Luckily, one call to the GEICO Insurance Agency makes it easy to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Do you owe the IRS more than 10000 in personal or business taxes and you can't afford to pay? You have the right to tax representation. Has the IRS threatened to shut down your business, freeze your bank accounts, take your home, your cars, or garnish your wages? You may qualify for special programs to stop this process. Get tax representation. Call the Tax Help Hotline at 800-295-1152. That's 800-295-1152. Within 24 hours, the the threats will stop. Just call 800-295-1152.